0: Hello everybody and welcome to Mom of the Hard Kid. Today we're going to be talking about judgment and perception. I had the weirdest experience, like it was like a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago, maybe three. (laughs) And it has not gotten out of my mind. I cannot get it out of my mind. So I was shopping with my daughter and we were headed to a store and next to this store is a pet store. And they're having an adoption for cats. And the store that we were headed to was really busy. So I said, hey, daughter, my oldest daughter, do you want to go look at this pet adoption just for fun? Because, you know, we had some time and we we're she loves animals. So I was like, this will be great. <laughs> so we head in there. And there's a worker there. There's actually three workers, but we only talked to one of them. And then there is a foster mom of a cat. Okay, just to give you an idea of the players of this story. So we go in and we talk to the lady who is a worker. And she's like, are you guys interested in adopting? And I said, No, we're not interested. We just wanted to see the cats. And she goes, that's great, because we want to socialize these animals. So if you want to pet them, let us know. We'll get them out. You can pet them. So my daughter's like, yeah, can I pet and play with that one? And my daughter's 13. So she's not like my six year old or anything. So she points to the one that the foster parent of the cat is holding. And The worker's like, yes. And it's a kitten. So she's like, let me set up this little fence thing that we have to be able to, you know, keep her inside of the fence and we'll have it all set up for you. So they start setting up the fence and we're talking to the lady who is currently holding the kitten. And she's like, do you guys have a cat? And I was like, yeah, we do. And she's like, are you planning on adopting? And I was like, no. And the the worker says, no, we're just going to socialize this cat because this cat was nervous around people, but not terribly nervous. It was actually really hard to tell because the lady was just holding it the whole time. But um, she says to my me, and she's like, is your cat an outdoor cat? And I was like, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and in my brain, I don't know why, but I just start thinking, I'm going to tell her how cool my cat is. Right. So I'm like, oh, yeah, he loves it. I was, and she goes, oh, well, we don't really want this cat to be an outdoor cat. And I was like, okay. I was like, but mine was a rescue and he was, he was an outdoor cat for a long time. I was like, but every cat in our neighborhood, I was like, there's tons of cats in our neighborhood. They all have their territories. Their territories are very clear and they don't really fight. They're actually quite cordial with each other. Um, I was like, but there, he has gotten in one fight and I don't know why I'm feeling like this will impress her, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm trying to say, Hey, in our neighborhood, there's like 15 cats and it's okay. Like, no, there's not like a, there is a big bully cat, but the big bully cat will only fight in certain circumstances and it's getting really old. And so it doesn't like to fight anymore. So so to me, this sounds like good information, right? But to this foster cat mom, she's like, I can see her face is not impressed and for some reason I just keep explaining like just how you know he's really good at being a mouser and that made this lady's head almost fall off of her body (laughs) because where I live there are tons of trees and a lot of open space and so there is there's lots of mice and so these that's why everybody has a cat so Every cat in our neighborhood is an indoor-outdoor cat, and every cat is a mouser. It's why we get them. So She is horrified. She is horrified to the point that she won't even let my daughter touch this cat. And she is letting us know that she will not be allowing my daughter to touch this cat, and that this is a huge problem, and that she cannot believe that we would allow our cat to be an indoor-outdoor cat because they die faster and it's so terrible for them and it's so awful. And I remember being like, I'm so confused. I don't understand why she's mad, but I could understand that she's being rude. So, you know, off we go. And the lady who worked at the adoption, you could tell she was really angry at the choice this foster parent made. But I, I just sat there for a long time because I thought to myself, you know what? My cat is a happy cat. Not today because he hurt his back, but he hurt it inside. So there, but he is a happy cat. And when I take him to the vet, which I told her, I was like, I take her, I take him to the vet. (laughs) And she's like, I'm sure you do. You know, (laughs) but I, whenever I take him, the vet is like, This is the healthiest cat that I've seen. Look at this great coat. Look at these good teeth. Like he always compliments on how healthy my cat is, weight wise, everything. So I have a happy cat who is healthy. So in my mind, I'm doing everything right for this cat. But in her mind, I was doing everything wrong. And I pondered this for a long time because I was like, it was really gnawing at me for several days and I just thought ew like that lady she's so dumb <laughs> I was like what does she know her cat's going to be all messed up like I was I was nuts and it made me realize just what it is like to have judgment from other people you know, I look at my adopted daughter, who is my youngest, who's my hardest, who has the most things going on. And I have to parent her in a very different way than I parented my three biological children who came before her. I have to, because that is the nature of all of her diagnoses. That is what works for her. That is what works for us. And I realize just how much of my life is spent trying to explain to people who have no idea or who come into life with their own perspective that's totally different than mine and how they criticize me and how I'm held up to judgment. And so I think that was really offensive to me when this lady looks at me and says, you're doing everything wrong. You're so terrible. And I'm thinking, but, but I'm, but i'm doing my best and my cat is happy and when i look at the way that i have to raise my youngest child i realize that from the outside everybody probably thinks i'm doing it wrong because i have to get in her face and i have to be very blunt about things and that isn't the style of parenting this in this day and age and you know there's a part of me <laughs> It's like, hey, well, it used to be and there were fewer people with all of these things. So blah. (laughs) But the truth is, we're going to be held to some serious standards by people who don't understand our situation. They don't understand. You know, I was trying to explain to the cat lady, like he will not stay inside. You cannot open a door and have my cat stay inside. It's just not going to happen. He is... Was grew, grew up outside, he wants outside. What am I gonna do? Tape him to the wall somewhere? Like, I don't know. But when you have to parent your child in a different way, You cannot fall apart as quickly as I did about my cat when people who don't understand your situation or who have like a totally different set of ideas come up to you and tell you that you are supposed to parent in a certain way. Now this goes across the board, but when I look at how I raise my daughter with the blunt talk, with the, nope, you're not having that, and the very strict boundaries And how people look at me and they're like, oh, you know what? You should be more gentle. But then I look and I say, but she's getting better. But she is improving. But these things are good for her. She is feeling more tethered to me than she ever has. She is feeling more secure in our environment than she ever has. But the way to get there was not hugs because she has reactive attachment disorder. Hugs were not good (laughs) was not a pleasant place for either of us, honestly, because she felt so insecure with the love that was coming to her and so uncertain that I had to approach parenting upside down. And that looks terrible to everybody. But I look at it and I think, hey, you know what? If what I am is doing is working and my daughter is happier and healthier than she has ever been, then Aren't I doing it right? And I think parents of children who are stereotypically normal don't understand that each child needs a different path. If you are a parent and you have more than one child, you already know that each child takes a different kind of discipline, they take a different kind of encouragement. I cannot get my first child to care about losing the same kind of things my second child cares about. My first child, if you take away treats, she will obey you. My second child, if you take away screens, he will obey you. If you swap those, they do not care. You have to find the currency that works for that child. And when you have a child who is mentally ill You have to treat them in a different way than you do your non-mentally ill children. And it blows my mind that people just stick so hard to the overgeneralized basic realities that are out there. So what I guess I'm trying to say is there are a lot of ways to parent your kid. And when you find a way to parent your kid that makes them Happier, healthier, and more stable, then you need to cling to the fact that what you are doing is the right thing to do for that child. And you don't need to do what the crazy cat lady thinks that you need to do for your child, if that makes sense. I'm pulling analogies from different directions, but you don't need to do that. But I also know it hurts. And I also know that it's hard to explain that to people. It's hard to explain to people why I have to look at my six-year-old daughter who looks so sweet to all of them and say, I told you not to, you're being a jerk. Because anytime you would say that to any of your other kids, it would be something that you would say that would make them feel less than, that would make them feel uncomfortable. But when you have a child who has to be raised in a completely different way, Sometimes when I say those things, it's actually a comforting thing to her. And it's weird and it looks upside down. But I'm going to go back to that old thing that I said at the beginning. If it's working, shouldn't I consider this a good thing? You know, it's funny. (laughs) Because this happened two or three weeks ago. I don't know. This happened long enough ago That I should not be this upset about it, but I find myself being like, Oh, here's a good comeback (laughs) where I'm I'm sitting down and I'm doing something completely different and then it pops in my brain and I'm like, I should have said this, you know? (laughs) I have like this this whole thing that I plan out in my head that if this scenario was to happen again, I would say this. And I actually recommend any of you who have had someone judge your parenting to do that, to think about that. But I also want you to know that there are some things that are okay to take that information, to filter it through, to see if there's really something you should be doing better. Because as much as I think that I'm doing okay, and I'm making it through the day, and there's progress, that doesn't mean that someone doesn't see something that I don't know. So I think it's okay to filter it through your brain, to see if there's something that you could improve, And then you can hit a point where you are like, well, I'm doing my best. Or you could. (laughs) one of my comebacks was really snarky. (laughs) This is just in my head several days later where I thought, you know what I should have said? Well, I'll bring him to you and you can raise him right. (laughs) You can do it about my cat. Don't think that I haven't also said you are welcome to try to do this. Go ahead. I will let you have a turn because when it comes to parenting, it is hard in the best of circumstances. And when you have those kids who are really difficult, it is incredibly hard. And it's easy. It's easy for that lady sitting on that chair to judge me for my decisions, because she has no clue what my life is like. And it's easy for those people who have either parented and they're done, or they are you know not in the same situation as you or they have no children to tell you all of the things that you're doing wrong but one of the best comebacks that i would think and remember practice practice them if you need is i'm doing the best that i can this is a situation that i don't really know what to do with and i'm doing the best that i can Because if you are, and if your intentions are the best, and if you're constantly trying to learn, and you're constantly trying to improve, you can't let those weird cat foster parents judge you by your decisions. It isn't their place to do so.